Welcome back, everybody, or welcome if this is your first time listening. Prefer not to say, James and Greg, back once again to tickle your brain cells with all of our nonsense. I'm a little envious of the listeners, because every time at the start of the episode, they get to hear the intro tone, and I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what, like the theme music? Yeah, that just slaps. (laughs) it's hype? (laughs) I mean... I could start just playing it. <laughs> Actually, nah. I don't have a way to do it how we're recording now. Nah, it's all right. I'll just listen to it. <laughs> uh, I should do an extended version of that and put it on Spotify. Honestly. That'd be wild. I have listeners rapping over it or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, when I finally get us on TikTok, I'll have to do that. Hey, I fuck with it. Drop your best bars over the beat to the theme music. Uh, for real. Well, today's episode is going to be a fun one. We're going to talk about manufactured obsolescence. (laughs) Designed to fail. Because, you know, capitalism just ruins everything good. Yeah. I mean, you know, no, you go ahead. You start. (laughs) So it was kind of inspired by this video I saw. I forgot what the page is called. It's some history page I follow on Instagram. And it was showing uh, an advertisement for a refrigerator in the 1950s. And the way that it is set up is just an absolute dream of an appliance. How's it uh how's it proposed? Well, it's just how everything how the, all the storage works, the way it's set up is separate it's set up more efficiently than a regular mm-hmm. like a modern like refrigerator. A modern refrigerator yeah. It was like you can store this in this compartment, this in this compartment, you can do this and I was like, "Can we go back?" So I hate my refrigerator. As as like having delivered appliances for six years and like I've seen the old clunkers that I've fucking pulled out of uh, houses. Like those things were built to last, dude. I cannot tell you how many like insanely heavy old refrigerators I've pulled out of basements and they're like, Yeah, we had this for like thirty damn years and it finally died and I'm like, Thirty years, this thing's older than me. <laughs> yeah, I especially like the when you see the older ones from like the fifties and sixties and they're all these like cool pastel colors and you know, they're kinda rounded so they're smooth. I was like, This is kinda cool. Yeah, like I was so tempted so many times to just be like, I wanna keep this and take it home and like I don't even care if I get it to work again. I'll just use it as like a storage cabinet. This thing looks fire. Right? It's, it's stylish. Mm-hmm. Stylish things always happen throughout like history. Like, you know, we need to bring back the conversation <laughs> pits from the 70s. It's got stairs just down to just a, just a slightly lower level. Yeah, like yeah. a piano maybe uh, or something real. like that with a fireplace. Speaking of stuff like that, there was there was a I think it was a TikTok that said, um, you don't, that, uh, what was it? Oh, they were talking about all the shows that do remodelings kind of ruined houses for the, like, moving forward because every house didn't need a remodel. It just needed to be touched up with some paint and maybe a couple new things. But you got people just completely gutting houses. It's like, no, this was actually a really well designed house. Why would you ruin it to make it quote unquote modern? I have no idea, man. That's because people are like uh, fickle. The 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 flavor changes so damn rapidly. They're like, oh well, this looks like it came out of you know when, the era that it was built in, so we can't you know tolerate this. We got to change it. It's like, oh, right, dude, that house is fine. Leave it alone. But yeah, back to the refrigerator. Those refrigerators lasted like forty years, mm-hmm. thirty maybe. I don't know, maybe a little bit less. I mean, if you you know maintained them, but nowadays it's like. 
You get maybe, I mean, you could get a refrigerator that lasts five, ten years, or it lasts six months. Dude, telling you, like, back to the whole, like, when I was delivering appliances thing, like, I've done that before. Like, I've delivered new appliances and then went back, like, four years later with some new shit to replace that. And I'm like, what happened to this? Like, I, I remember delivering this a few years back. They're like, oh, yeah, it broke down. I'm like, what? <laughs> it's been, like, four years. Hello? Yeah, well, they can't make them too high quality because then you know, whatever appliance store you're going to can't sell you on their warranty plan. Yeah. They got to sell you on the warranty plan. They got to sell all these, uh, replacement parts. Like it's a whole predatory industry at this point. They're like, damn, how can we make this just crappy enough that it lasts long enough that they'll buy it over our competitors, but it's going to fall apart. So they have to buy our next shit or repair it through our services. Oh yeah. Well, I, cause I actually uh, worked in electronics at Sears Mm-hmm. And uh, I got to know a bit about the uh, appliance department, and they had a protection plan. And mind you, what you got for it was really good. Like, they would, you know, replace it outright. They would also reimburse any food lost. Damn. But the problem was the protection plan would be about sometimes around 40 to 50% of what the item cost. Whoa. Oh, yeah. pricey. Yeah. Uh, also they were, uh, you know, the way that setup is awful that if you didn't sell enough of them, your hours got limited in appliances. Wait, what? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, their metrics are awful. Like if you don't do certain metrics, they will literally cut your hours. That's terrible. So yeah, it was definitely something we, we'd have to recommend it. Cause it's like, if something happens, you know, I mean, they had them on everything, all the appliances, they had them on TVs, but it got me thinking like, this is designed for you to possibly have to use this. You you have no choice. Cause I remember one of the guys, I think it was the manager. He was like doing some sort of meeting or something. And he said, uh, or maybe it was the pitch for, or telling us how to pitch the protection plan because he said the best pitch he heard about it was somebody, he was at like some hardware or appliance store. And he had told a customer that this isn't a refrigerator. It's a computer that keeps your food cold. What the fuck? <laughs> Because that's basically what they are. Especially like the tricked out Samsungs where you can get like Spotify on them. Yeah, you can get Spotify. You can watch movies and shit. Oh, the, the ones that really blew my mind were the ones that uh, had the cameras on the inside of the door and tracked everything that you put in the fridge. And it would like order new stuff or create a shopping list for you as you depleted your reserves. Oh, that's too much. Yeah, I, I delivered one of those and I was like, bruh, what do you need this for? Just like open it. <laughs> Just open That's the just door awful. and then go shopping. Like, hello? <laughs> it just auto shops for you. Yeah, for real. Like, what kind of lazy motherfucker needs that? Oh, I'm I'm so can like I, all my time is eaten up by this company I run, so I can't possibly be like, hmm, I need this, this, and this, and then like have a shipped uh, shopper go get it for me because I'm too fucking lazy, anyways. <laughs> Imagine if they programmed if there was a setting they could program to where. It judges your food options and orders something healthier if they don't like what you're eating. Hey, oh, that that'd be like the the proper use of that technology. I see you keep buying frozen pizzas and hungry man dinners. Maybe get a salad. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'd welcome that. I'd be like, you know what, you know what, smart computer, you're right. I'm eating like shit. <laughs> Imagine your refrigerator telling you you're fat. Yeah, for real. It's all pizza rolls and ramen. God damn. Wait, how to know about the ramen? Is this thing smart now? Is it aware? It's got a camera on the outside that you know scans 
it does x-ray it scans your cabinets It'll, that's no, a lot just, of ramen you walk up to the door and it just looks at you and it just it just gives you a fucking picture of yourself and it's like pointing at your gut and it's like yeah see this is why i'm making you buy salads <laughs> Yo, I think I'd be happy for planned obsolescence that I'd be like, get off my back fridge. God damn. <laughs> yeah, appliances, you know, everybody complains about, you know, how you know nothing's built to last anymore, but they don't want to pay the built to last prices. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, or like washers and dryers. Uh-huh. It's, uh, I'm glad I've never had to replace one. Dude, for real. My, 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 mine are still running good, but I'm just like... Will this ever go out? <laughs> yeah. They will. I mean, yeah, eventually. Like, I don't know. My biggest piece of advice for anybody going after a washer or a dryer, bro, do not get front loads. I don't give a fuck what you think they're worth. Don't do it. I have front loads. I know. <laughs> I that set was only two hundred bucks though. Oh yeah, absolutely. If you can if you can cop that shit that cheap, yeah, go for it. But do not buy some brand new ones. My favorite part about that was they didn't have the right <laughs> what was it the right power cable oh for the dryer yeah was it the dryer was it the, oh no it was the dryer yeah. and it, you were just like yeah you just got to get you just got to get the right out you just got to get the the right plug and then just hook these on yeah for real i was like the difference is one is grounded and this one's not like I, it's not a big deal you know or it has an extra grounding but and then there was that one piece that i needed to replace Oh yeah, on the washer. Yeah. yeah, which that that was only I don't even think that was fifty bucks. Yeah, and it was like a ten minute fix if I remember correctly. Pays to know this shit. Right, that was that was like the best thing that you contributed. Yeah, for like, real. I, I know how to work these things. I had to install them. <laughs> yeah, I think my the worst part is phones because they do it on purpose. Oh yeah, for real. They push an update out, and it's like hmm, all of a sudden. You're starting to slow down. Like, I remember where the conspiracy and rumors happened with Apple and they flat out were like, yeah, we actually do kind of slow your phones down because of the, you know, the battery life. And it's like, then replace the battery. Yeah, for real. Stop forcing us to buy the the new thousand dollar phone. I don't know. I keep, I hold on to my phones until like they're irredeemably broken. You know, like we're, we're getting like a new front panel or something or whatever's busted would cost about the same price as a new one. Honestly, I wish I would have gotten iPhones from the very first iPhone and then traded in every single new one. Why is that? Because if you get the most used value out of the most recent one, you're not paying that much for each one down the line. Oh, you mean like as soon as you, uh, as soon as a new one comes out, you return the old one for as much as possible. So you're paying like very little. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I can see that, but like, I don't know. I make huge jumps with the iPhones. Like, I went from the 6 to the X and ignored everything in between. Because, like, I had it that damn long. I would only do this, like, if I was started from the beginning. I mean, I, I might do it moving forward, but I was just like, it's actually more cost-effective to do it that way. Because you just transfer all your stuff from one phone to the next. It's like, there's there's a way to work it so you're not paying as much. But still, it's like, phones should last forever. Yeah, well, yeah. Or when Microsoft just drops support for operating systems. Mm, gotta love it. My computer uh, does not qualify for Windows 11. Really? What's it lacking? Uh, my processor is out of date. Oh, okay. Apparently. It was like, because of this processor, we can't do it. I was like, 
good. I don't want it. <clears throat> Got to stimulate the market, bro. Your processor's not new enough. It was designed to expire. <laughs> or the OS was designed to obsolete it. Yeah, well, I'm kind of glad because I would have been mad if they just sort of installed. Because people just got their shit installed, like, without them knowing. Oh, yeah, like, just woke up and, yeah. Like, they were just turning on their computers and, like, by the way, we, we got Windows 11 now. Like, what? <laughs> Bro, you got to wait till I see if all my apps can you know work with it yeah that's really how i'd be looking at updates now i'm like is everything you know gonna is everything gonna transfer over is there gonna be a huge compatibility issue it's like an update comes out it's like i'll wait until all the like services and apps and programs i use are like yeah we 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 fuck with this now we updated it well that happens with apple sometimes like especially like being a music producer it sucks when new os has come out because with apple if you're using a mac you could update it and none of your shit works with the new OS because they haven't like, you know, done the updates yet. So it's like, okay, now I, ha- I had to go back to the old one. I mean, Windows is a bit better, but even still, it's like, you know, if you happen to, if you need a new computer and you don't have access to the previous OS, it's like, oh, I guess I'm going to wait until the next one. But I don't know, Windows, it seems like it's a bit easier from some companies to adapt to that than Apple sometimes. But still, it's like, you know, it's like, why? It's wild. And it's almost weird because it's like, it's almost like they're some software. It seems like they're forcing it to require more than you actually logically should need for the program just to justify buying new computers. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. I believe it. But we're never going to stop improving technology. So we're always going to need new shit. Well, the funny thing is, it's you don't really need to. It doesn't need to be bloated, and I think that's part of a lot of software issue. Like the uh, one of my recording programs, Reaper, it's so lightweight and efficient compared to a lot of the other ones. And I'm just like, why doesn't everybody else? Why does everybody else make their stuff so convoluted and bloated? But this one is like super efficient. And then I was like, oh, wait, it was the dude who made Winamp, of course. He's like he he's a tech guy. He's not gonna make it complicated for people just for profit. No, I think they, um, I think in general, they, uh, they fill it with so much bloatware or whatever, because they, they assume that they're going to have a user base that uses whatever software for all these different reasons. And so it has to be able to do all these different things so they can capture that market. I think that's their idea behind it. Yeah, I think it, I think it also just depends. Like like recording programs, it's like they're they're usually good about being stable, and they try not to make it super heavy. But I don't know. I just I like Reaper just because it's like it's super lightweight and it's just as powerful. I don't know that dude works. You know, there's only like six people in that whole company or something like that, and it's just they make something magical. Also, it's really cool because they update with new patches a lot more frequently than a lot of other software like if you're having a problem you could literally reach out and be like hey this is wrong with this and then you could like in a few days be like here's a new patch see if that works <laughs> oh you could get hundreds of updates within the year like i've seen i've seen updates happen days apart before it's not it's not waiting for you know version 10.5 eight months later oh my god that that uh that shit is so disheartening when you're using any program in my case in particular it's like a, it's like a game typically and they're like oh yeah the next patch is coming it's like oh yeah when in four months it's like oh fuck huh. 
<laughs> or the worst, the worst is when they're like, uh, TBA. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, damn. All right, next year then, maybe. Speaking of video games, the second half of this episode is going to be like the last episode's second half because we're going to talk about video games and, you know, the planned obsolescence for that. Oh, shit. Here we but go. But before that, we're going to take a quick break for some water. So... And we're back. Indeed we are. Second part of manufactured obsolescence or why companies feel the need to obsolete everything every six months or stay the fuck out my wallet (laughs) (laughs) right stay out of my wallet so i promise in the second half we talk about video games because once again the practices of the video game industry and i'm not even a gamer but are just horrendous yes sir and the biggest pile of garbage is always in terms of backwards compatibility. Every time, dude. I don't understand this. New gen console comes out. Oh, you can't play the previous console's games on this one. No, but you can rebuy them. <laughs> yeah, this is releasing on PS4 and PS5. Buy two copies. <laughs> it's like, make them all compatible. I should be able to play PS1 games in the PS5. For real. I don't know, man. It's It's... It's mainly, that's like the primary reason why I switched to uh, exclusively PC gaming. Like, I sold my last console like six months ago. Oh, you don't have a console at all anymore? Nope, no sir. Oh, wow. Got rid of all of them. I mean, I don't blame you. Yeah. Especially with the way things are going. Dude, when the PS5s came out and everyone was like, yeah, I'm going to scalp these up because they're like only seven or $800 and I'm going to sell them for like 14 or two bands. I was like... Bro, fuck this. Like, this, <laughs> I have been priced out of that, out of the console market entirely. Fuck that shit. And it just got worse mm-hmm. over the years. I mean, it doesn't help with all the supply chain issues, made it even worse. So it's oh, like yeah. scalping. You know, that's, that's why it's like capitalism ruined hobbies. Yeah. Because everyone's just trying to like bag chase and like, oh, this is, this is worth something. I need to hoard it. Yeah. Well, they can't fucking, uh, they can't plan the obsolescence of my favorite pastime, D&D, because that's my brain, bruh. (laughs) (laughs) Right? You just use your imagination. Honestly. I fucking hate the gaming industry sometimes. I'm like, damn, why do I play video games? And then I'm like, but they're so good. Yeah, it's just, I've just never understood that. Especially it's like the console wars. It just seems like it's a, a stupid practice nowadays. Yeah, I never understood people taking those the console wars so seriously. Like they got as uh, caustic as like football fandoms, you know. And people are like fighting over Xbox versus PlayStation versus PC, all this crap. I'm just like, you guys sound like a bunch of football fans screaming at their television, going, "Yeah, we did it. I'm out there on the field. Yeah, we us." <laughs> Yeah, bro, we beat Xbox. No, we didn't. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I think that's why I kind of like, like the Nintendo kind of tries to stay in its own lane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, PlayStation, Xbox, and PC all beating the shit out of each other. Nintendo's just off in the corner having a sip of some juice. <laughs> but also, it's like, it's like, do we need more new consoles? No. Like, 
maybe the PS5 was necessary, like the and the Xbox Series, whatever the fuck. Maybe, but like I don't I don't think so. If we weren't pushing for the ultra realism and graphics, then we didn't need this shit. The PS4 worked fine. Oh, that that's that's the main thing. It's just running the graphics. Mm-hmm. But it's like I said before, you got this hyper realistic graphics, but then you got games like Cuphead that are just like people go bananas over. It's for real. Like simple animation. We strayed from the path a long time ago. Or just the endless sequels to games. <laughs> they're, they're like they're writing the story for games nowadays to be like, all right, we're, we're going to write this whole arc. It's going to have the story, and it's not going to fucking conclude. You know, so you absolutely have to buy the next title just to get the closure on the narrative or with the characters that you got so involved with. You know, it's funny. So I saw a TikTok that said, uh, what's an anime that needs a video game that hasn't had a video game yet? And for some reason, I never knew this because I commented Yu Yu Hakusho. Apparently, they've had a few dozen games. Oh, yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, um, I didn't play any of them, but I would like see them on the uh, walls at like Family Video when I was younger. I'd see them like, oh, that looks cool. You know, because I watched the show, I'm like, oh, this looks fire. And then I look at the back of it, and I'm just like, mm, this isn't like high fantasy uh, elves and orcs and shit. Actually, I changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just like, I was like, I had never seen it because it's like, you know, that's not. It's it's one of those big anime that's almost like it's big, but it's still niche. Mm-hmm. It's not quite a household name, but like most, at least in your circle, everyone will know about it. Right. But I was, I was like, what are these games like? Like, it's, I, I would just want to play through of the whole the anime. That's it. Well, I mean, a lot of a lot of uh, anime games kind of do that. I mean, you have like the, what is it, the Naruto like Ninja Storm, whatever the fuck they're called, and it just it's just the anime, but like with the brawling in it. You know, I don't really play anime games. I mean, it's uh, <laughs> there's a certain individual that plays them. Uh. Yeah, and I live with like two or three of them. <laughs> I also find it funny how like a lot of anime games just end up being fighters. Yeah, well, I mean, that's, I think that's because most animes end up being like, or at least the really popular ones end up having like fighting as the core conflict. It's like they're all just shonen, so yeah, it's like, like yeah, we can make a fighting game out of this. <laughs> what are they gonna make the uh, the the triple A title that's about like a slice of life anime? You know, or are you just doing normal shit? Well, there's also, I think it was a Super Nintendo, they did a, there's a Sailor Moon game, mm-hmm. and it's basically just, like, Street Fighter, but with Sailor Moon characters. What? <laughs> That's crazy. That'd be kind of dope, though, a slice of life, like, anime game. Mm-hmm. It'd just be, like, Animal Crossing, but make it anime. I mean, yeah, I don't see why they couldn't do that. I mean, how would they maximize profits by planning for its end? I don't know, but they'd 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 make a DLC that's a beach episode. You know, every anime has got to have the beach episode, and everyone would buy it too. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> that would be hilarious. They, they plan it out. All right, so this is what they do. They pick a they pick a show that's got like five seasons, right? Each game is only one season. That's the planned obsolescence. There's layout. Nope. Oh. You want you want the rest of the story? You got to buy the next one. Oh, so it's just like the Don Hack games. God damn it. <laughs> yes, it is exactly like the Dot Hack games. Except the Slice of Life. Yeah. I forgot those existed. 
Dot Hack was a vibe back yeah. in the day, especially the Dot Hack sign anime. Mm-hmm. The show was great, but like once I found out about the video games, I, I it had already been around too long. So like I was like, oh, they have Dot Hack games, crazy. It was like the sixth or seventh one. I was like, fuck that, I'm not going back through all of those. Yeah, the initial one I think it was like four games and it was mm-hmm. four parts. No way. Now they go for too much money secondhand. Like all video games. You know what I'm surprised? I love how movies is like the one thing that didn't do what all these companies are doing. Because you can play a DVD in a Blu-ray player. Yeah. That's some bullshit. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey no, somebody they, make a new device. Fuck the film industry. No, Y'all got to deal with this no, too. No, 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 you got to think about it though. They also sell movies. You get the DVD, Blu-ray, and digital copy. Oh my God. They're doing you a favor. They're giving you options. Uh... This is aggravating. I was like, <laughs> you, you hear about all these other industries and they're just like, oh, yeah, this seems like a convenient thing to do for our customers. And then it's like the, the video game industry and they're like, well, you can buy half of the game. And then for another $50, $60, you can buy another half of the game just to complete it. And then for another $50, $60, you can buy the right to download it for a limited amount of time on the old console before we delist it. And then you can't buy it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's just frustrating <laughs> or region locking things mm-hmm. it's just the worst i don't understand that there's not like a big enough dif- difference between like uh the regional versions of games oh the worst is regional ver- regional editions of movies like they have the different codes for regions and i'm just like just make them available like stop the territory stuff just make this stuff available to everybody yeah like uh, what's the point of region locking it it's like I don't know. It's so dumb. I will say though, it was it's really interesting in the early game days when you know you had cartridges and each new console was just a completely different thing altogether. Oh yeah. So you can't play this other game console, period, with this game. That's the only time that the obsolescence made sense, you know? It was like when when you made the leap from like uh the sixty four to the GameCube, right? The technology had completely changed. It went from a cartridge to a disc. It's like, okay, I understand why, you know, like the the GameCube shouldn't be playing sixty four games. It's entirely different technology. Or or like the early consoles when it was like, oh, eight bit. Yeah. 16 bit and the hardware was completely different for yeah. the cartridge and the system. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, but like you you hit a point where you hit like uh the OG Xbox and like the PS2 or maybe even the PS1 and then it's just the same format, the same like basic uh architectural structure going forward and you you don't really change anything aside from like getting like beefed up versions of what you already have. You know? Yeah. It's it's wild, and it'll never end. Somebody needs to. Well, no, well, it already exists. I was literally just gonna say somebody needs to to make the, the the console that's modular, and you can just upgrade parts. And I was like, I'm literally looking at it right now. It's a fucking computer. It's a idiot. computer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they need to do this. Wait, it already exists. Yeah, you, you, you ever start saying something, and then you just realize you're this is like the dumbest you've been in weeks. <laughs> Well, I, I think it's just, we just need to move towards making every game available for PC. Yeah. And the whole console war. Because you got to think, everyone's getting priced out because they're getting more expensive. And now that they're talking about raising game prices, it's like they're going to see a drop in sales eventually. And they'll be like, huh, what happened? Uh, they'll, 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 they'll 
I don't think they'll ha have that much of an issue. Like, it's only $10. People want to bitch about it, but it has been a long time coming. Oh, so it's funny. I was... This relates to the last episode about the video game industry and a, a pirating. So there was a Reddit where somebody said uh, the company, this company they work for, paid for everyone to take an IQ test, but they threw it out because the upper management scored the lowest. I saw that. I saw that post. That shit was hilarious. And someone made a comment. It's like, this is like the when the video game industry does audits on like pirating and how it affects sales. And then... They find out it doesn't at all. They find out it actually improves sales. And then all like the all the anti-piracy stuff they try to do hurt sales. Damn, that's crazy. It's like th there haven't, have, haven't been these... Uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? These like s these sweeping ideas coming from like the the player base. It's like man, all this DRM is fucking breaking my computer or some shit. So I don't want to you know buy your product or whatever. But I'll steal it because the, that's you know somebody in the gaming industry removed the DRM from it, and now we're good to go. Or it's like you said, they don't do demos anymore. Mm -hmm. Remember when you could get some like bomb demo disc from Pizza Hut? Dude, I don't know about Pizza like in the Hut. PlayStation days because I I think I think I think I got one from Pizza Hut. I don't know about Pizza Hut, but I used to have, get like demo discs in Game Informer magazines. Oh yeah, well they'd have those too. I just remember I had a demo. I think a demo disc came with my first PlayStation One, mm -hmm. and it had like one level. It had the first level of Tony Hawk on it. And I just <laughs> played it to death. Honestly, that's how you sell a product. You let it sell itself. Yeah, instead of instead of trying to squeeze everybody's wallets, these aren't lemons. You're not making juice. I don't understand the death grip on the uh, on the profitability of shit. Anyways, you know, it's like yeah, it's like you're profitable. Why do you need to be like one hundred and two percent profitable? Like, come on now, settle for eighty. You'll be fine. You're just ruining it for the people who enjoy it, and it's just alienating your customer base. They don't have to buy the product. No. These aren't necessity. It's not like shelter. Like we don't have choice but to live somewhere. Mm. It's like, oh, that's a game's too expensive. No thanks. See, this is why more people need to play Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, let's bring back board games. Yeah, like in general. Like I don't know, man. You give me like a piece of paper and like some time, and I'll write you out the entire basic rule set you need to play that entire fucking game. Like, <laughs> bruh. Or it's like I'm I'm tired of like party card games. Mm. Oh yeah, that are just derivative of. A cards against humanity yeah that's i i don't really i've no i don't think i've ever truly enjoyed those you know without the presence of like alcohol or something because it's like oh yeah here's this card it's really funny prompt on it let's see who thinks it's the funniest ah such an enthralling game let's play this every time we get together yeah it's like it, it's also just like it's all just cringe and crude humor it's just boring. I mean, there's some cool card games that have really interesting concepts. Or there's that, uh, was it One Night Ultimate Werewolf? Is that what it's called? Yes, sir. I fucking love that game. In my collection, boy, that is the only one I bring with me anytime I go to a party. Like, just for the off chance that somebody's like, yo, I kind of want to play a tabletop game. I'm like, I have just the one. <laughs> so let's bring back, like, 90s board games. Bring back Trouble. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's almost like saying bring back Monopoly. I'm not playing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Mono Monopoly, that just turns into like... Bro, that brings the evil out of you. That Monopoly is how you make uh, like anime villains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. 
I'd say that's a good way to end the episode. Monopoly turns you into an anime villain. <laughs> well, if you want to follow us on the social media that I do not keep up on, just follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, PNTS Pod. I keep saying I'm going to do a TikTok, and I will do it eventually. And Greg had a great idea to post clips out of context, so I think I'm just going to do that. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> like, it works. If you want to hear the full episode, uh, if you want to follow what I do personally, I produce and release music under the alias Boutique Paul. All my socials are at BTQ Paul, and I am on TikTok. I don't really do like the typical TikTok things yet, but I post some videos that I post like any I post anywhere else. If you want to listen to my other show, The K Cut, which is all about movies, which is been going strong every single week since inception somehow even when stuff is going on it's crazy we always have some sort of backup plan mm-hmm. did you guys like swear a blood oath or something <laughs> i don't know i think it was just we just somehow pull it off i mean they my co-hosts get kind of busy but they weren't busy like you're busy where you're working seven days a week mm-hmm. during that time all right, all right todd it just works howard <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yep, all the socials are there under the K-Cut, or at the K-Cut. You can find Greg at the merch table at the next concert you go to. Uh, yeah, but you gotta get there, like, hella early. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be at the merch table the day prior to the concert. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be there the day before, not at the show. (laughs) Oh, man. Somebody actually goes a day early to a concert. And what, where the fuck is this guy? <laughs> I'm looking for Greg. Where is he? <laughs> if if you're in a band and you have a merch guy, you you have to name him Greg. Yeah, all merch real. guys need to be named Greg. Well, all right, everybody. That's the show for today. And as I always like to say, collaboration breeds community. Stay hustling. Stay hydrated. Peace. Peace.